Bibles, turn with me to Luke chapter number 13. Luke chapter number 13 and stand to your feet if you will. And uh, I want everybody to please, please come back tonight. Uh, our sign team is going to be doing a special presentation tonight. Uh, we have little signers. We got little people, show enough little ones. Uh, that's going to be doing it. Uh, they're, they're new and fresh with this, and they're going to be doing their own thing and then teaming up with the older sign group. And I guarantee you do not want to miss it. I promise you. Uh, Miss Melissa told me I needed to figure out a name for the little ones, and I couldn't call them monkeys. So that's out the question. That's, I can't use my favorite no more, but we'll find something to call them. Amen. They stay at your house a little while, and you'll call them all kind of things. Amen. Uh, uh, so come back and be with us. We've got a lot of preachers in the house. Good to have Miss, Brother Bob and Miss Tammy with us and uh, Brother Dave Luso and his family with us from uh, Buffalo Ridge, Buffalo Ridge Baptist Church up in Tennessee. Uh, 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 we're, they're here with us today. And uh, Brother Robbie and his people. And uh, good to have all of these. Man, there's enough preachers in here to have a good fight anywhere. Amen. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to use them tonight somewhere or another. We'll figure out some way to use all these men of God and uh, have a big time and enjoy the presence of the Lord tonight. Won't that be fun? Yeah, yeah man. Uh, Luke chapter 13 and uh, verse number 6. Luke chapter 13 and verse number 6. When you get there, just say amen. Amen. The Bible says, He spake also this parable, A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon, which is just a natural thing to do. If you're going to plant it, you might as well get something from it. Uh, he sought fruit thereon and found... Man, y'all said that quiet. None. Found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find... None. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? Why is it taking up all the space? And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your blessings and mercy. In Jesus' name, anoint your word. Anoint your word. I've already felt your presence, and I appreciate it, and I thank you for it, and it's, it feels good. I enjoy being where you are. And David said well when he said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. Oh, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God, that I might behold thy beauty and inquire in thy temple. Lord, let us do that today. God, I pray that you'll anoint your word today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 There's something about the new year that is wonderful. We get to start all over. Amen. There's more diets started. There's more budgets started. There's more things started that never make it through. Say amen. It just don't happen. I, I, we have good intentions, uh, but it just don't happen. But we can start over and at least ease our conscience about it. Amen. A fresh start, a brand new year, a, a, a time that we can start all over again and, and, and try to attempt what we feel like we need to accomplish for the year, set goals and, and, and dreams and all that kind of thing. And, and uh, 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 what do they call them thing? New Year's resolution. Yeah, that's a crock. Say amen right there. 
a resolution. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's just New Year's fooling ourselves is what that is most of the time. But uh, in this particular story, uh, the, the Bible says there was a man who had a certain vineyard, and we know uh, this is a type of, of, of the Lord and, 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 and God looking on his people. Uh, the application in this particular chapter is to the nation of Israel, and, 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 and what he is finding, he said, I, I, I planted him. You can go back to the Old Testament and find what God did to prepare. He said, I planted my, my fruitful vine in a place, and I hedged about it. I did everything possible to get fruit from this vine, and yet all I get is wild grapes. That's what's in the Old Testament. He's, he's kind of reminding uh, the nation of Israel, uh, listen, I have come and I did everything possible. I've sent prophets and I've sent priests and I've sent people your way to try to get you back where you need to be, and I find no fruit. Well, God has given me a little outline here to help us today and, and, and preach to us today and apply it to today's life. Do you realize that if you are saved, you are the workmanship of God? We are His workmanship. He designed and made us and formed us for a purpose. Say amen right there. There's three things I want to take out of this particular uh, portion of Scripture, and then we'll go get something to eat. Amen. Robbie's buying my lunch today. Did y'all know that? He was buying my... Yeah, man. All right. Verse 6. Here we go. <laughs> Robbie said, I'm broke. Amen. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree. What's that next word? Planted. Write that down. Number one. Let's look at the planning. The planning. Three things I want to look at. The planning, the problem... And the provision, the planting, the problem, and the provision. Number one, let's look at the planting for just a minute. I, 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 I preached out of this a few years back and titled it, uh, One More Year. Thank God we have one more year. He said, listen, uh, uh, I know you own the vineyard, and I know you own the fig tree, and I know you're ready to cut it down, but he said, let me, let me put a little attention to it and let it alone this year also. I'm glad no matter how bad last year was, God has given us a brand new year. Say amen. Amen. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, Some are more grateful than others, but I'm telling you, I'm glad we have a fresh start. But what I want to share with you, some new things that God has showed me out of these particular verses to concentrate on uh, that wasn't in the other outline. He said, look at that planting. I didn't look at this before, but he said, look at the planting. Look at the planting. And it's very important that you get a few thoughts about the planting. It's very important that you understand that. The Bible says in this particular verse, in verse 6, he spake also this parable, a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. Now, there was a specific thing done and a specific place it was done in. It was put, it was placed on purpose. It did not just come up out of the blue. Do you realize, I worked, when I, when I first went to Bible college, I went to work with a landscape man, uh, and he was from up north. He was, in other words, he was a Yankee, say amen. Yankees think they know everything and they want to teach you how much they know all the time. I need a witness right there. All you Southerners, don't be cowards this morning. Amen. 
I mean, I mean, you get around. Anyhow, this is the way he will. All Yankees aren't that way. Amen, Amen Miss Angie. All Yankees aren't that way. Uh, but, but most of them are. Anyhow, he was always in that teaching mode, always wanting to share uh, what he knew and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and I had just moved up from South Florida, and it was cold. Oh, Jesus, it was cold. I'm, 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 I'm used to 76 and 78 during the wintertime, and it was about... 30 degrees, excuse me, it was about, it was in the teens. It was like 17 or 18 degrees, and when it gets that cold in Florida, you shut her down and go home, amen, but not there. We was out picking wild onions on the side of a clay hill, hard clay, and he wanted you to dig them out because if you just broke them off, they'd come back, and I was really not enjoying the will of God for my life at that particular time. Say amen. I hated it with a passion. I didn't like it, and I'm pulling weeds, and, and I'm grumbling, and just, I'm thinking, there's no way in the world this can be God's will for my life. There's no way. I'm, I'm pulling these weeds, and he stood up and said, hey, he said, do you know what a weed is? I said, I'm pulling them, say amen. He said, a weed is simply a plant that is out of place. I thought to myself, so what? That is not going to warm me up, none at all. But you know what? God let him tell me that so later on I could understand this principle. A weed is simply a plant that is out of place. Do you realize a rose could be a weed? A lily could be a weed? uh, Listen, some of the most beautiful flowers in the world could be a weed if it is out of place. What are you saying? Everybody in here. Everybody in here, oh, help me. Y'all got to get this, son. I'm telling you, y'all got to get this. The Bible said that this was a fig tree planted in a specific vineyard. This planting, it represents something. Hey, if you're taking notes, write this down. We see the precision involved. It was a precise tree. It was a precise place. Listen, done by a precise person. What are you saying? God made you just like you are. Listen, he doesn't, if you're a fig tree, he doesn't expect you to be an apple tree or an orange tree or a peach tree. There's too many people trying to be everybody else. God don't want you to be like everybody else. He made them the way they are. He made you the way you are. He wants you to be you. You're the only one that can be the best you you can be. Don't try to be me. Don't try to be Brother Doyle. Don't try to be Brother, listen, Brother Chris. Just be you. God made you, and you're special. Amen. God designed you. God created you. There was precision involved when God was making you. He put the humor that you have or the humor you don't have. Amen. He made you just like you are. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 4, He has given everybody a measure of a gift. He's given everybody something to be used in the house of God. Something to be used to be a blessing to others. Something that you can use to bring glory to Him. Quit trying to be everybody else. Just be you. Listen, there was precision involved when it came to making you. God made you just like you are. Quit hating who you are. Quit hating what you are. Quit regretting your past and your past life and saying, Oh, if I could have been like so and so, if I could have been like that, or if I could have been like her, if I could have been like him. Well, number one, you ain't and you won't never be. And if you keep looking in your past, you won't never go forward. Too many people can't enjoy the party now because they keep regretting what they didn't have before. I have family members. You can't pick them. 
You just got them. Amen. I got family members that are always worried about what somebody else got that they ain't got. Or whether somebody else is getting what they can't get and they can't enjoy what they got because they're too worried about what they think somebody else got that they ain't got. I need a witness. You know what we need to do? Quit worrying about everybody else. Quit worrying about everybody else's call. Quit worrying about what everybody else ain't doing about their will of God for their life. And let's just get busy doing God's will for my life. God planted me. God Put me. It's no accident that I'm in Coleman, Alabama. It's no accident I'm on the corner of Campground Road. God snatched me up. In the womb, He formed me. In the womb, He called me. In the womb, He get to me. He said, I got a place for you. Son, I'm going to develop you. I'm going to design you. I'm going to train you. And I'm going to chip off all those things that don't need to be there. And then I'm going to plant you right in Coleman, Alabama. Son, go there and bear fruit. Amen. Give him praise and glory. Melissa, there's no accident you're here. There's no accident you're here. There's no accident. Miss O'Neill, there's no accident you and Brother Chris are here. I believe it's God's divine will that y'all are here. The ministry y'all provide and what you do. Uh, Listen, Brother Privet, there's no accident that y'all are here. All those that have, listen, gotten involved in the in-care ministry, you've been meeting with me on Friday nights. It is divinely inspired by the Holy Ghost. God is planting you for a purpose. Listen, the planting, I want you to see the precision Involved. Say this with me. I'm somebody. I'm somebody. Say it again. I'm somebody. I'm somebody. I like, I seen, a, I seen a little hat on a little fella. He said, I know I'm somebody because God don't make no junk. Say amen. amen. Man, we need to get that. We are what we are. He said, I thank God that he hath counted me faithful, putting me in the ministry. You didn't put me here. My dad didn't put me here. My mama didn't put me here. Nobody else put me here. God put me here. Well, I don't like you. Well, it'd be easier for you to move your membership than my furniture. Say amen. Amen. God put me here. The precision involved in B, the purpose implied. He said this. It was a fig tree. It was a specific thing. Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. And the greatest thing you could ever do in your life is to find out what that is and get busy doing it. I know y'all can't tell, but I really get a kick out of doing this. I enjoy what God has called me to do. (laughs) It's a wonder anybody ever goes out to eat with me. We We was sitting in the Brandon Iron. Was it Friday night, I guess, Friday night, me and, and Brother Ronnie and, and Miss Melissa, uh, we were sitting in there getting something to eat for the meeting, trying to discuss things for the meeting. And, and, uh, and, 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 and we, we started talking about thoughts that God has given me and different things. And, and boy, there's something about a preacher. He just goes into a preacher mode. I mean, his eyes glaze over and things start happening and his hands start. Be careful when them hands go to moving. And I mean, I mean, we started talking about that pearl message and what, what, what God has shown me. That, and I started showing how that pearl, is a, it just keeps getting coded. And, and I'm doing this number. And people are on the outside looking through the window like, dear God, what's he doing? Am I, am I right? And I know it for a fact because one of them come and asked me what I was doing. 
Brother Ronnie, am I lying? You was there? Son, I tell you, I was just, I was just showing, man, what God, and man, I tell you what, it's just, it's God's purpose for me. You'll never be happy till you find what the divine destiny for your life and get involved wide open doing what God has precisionly created you to be. <laughs> planting. Say that with me. Number one, we see the planting. The planting. The planting. Alright? God has created and designed everybody. He's made us all. If we're saved, he's he's I mean, he's just worked on us and designed us and fixed us in a certain way that we could provide fruit, we could produce in his house, we can edify the body of Christ, we can use our gift to build up the church. And, and, and that, that, there's a lot of message there, but we need to move on. Uh, number number two, we know that. How many of y'all know God made you for a purpose? He said it was a fig tree, that's precision. He said he came and sought fruit their own. That's the purpose. That's the purpose. God has purposely designed us to bring fruit and glory to his name. Listen, it says number two. Write this down. We see the planning, but we have a not a problem. Because the vineyard owner comes and he knows he has a purpose for the fig tree. He has strategically planted that fig tree in a certain place to bring forth fruit. But there's only one problem. He ain't getting any. No fruit. I come and I don't find any fruit. I come and I seek fruit. I come and I seek what I have designed it for. I come and I, I, I try to find what, what I have purposed and designed and placed it for. And I don't find anything. I don't find anything. That's a problem. Why is it a problem? Well, look at this. This, this jumped out at me when I was reading this. Write this down. The problem is because, A, the time spent. The time spent. You can put time wasted here, but for alliteration purposes, I use the word time spent, it means the same thing. He said, these three years I've come seeking fruit. Now, to really, now to really get the, the, the significance of this, in, 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 in the Old Testament you'll find out that God had laws regarding fruit and planting trees and getting fruit from it and so forth and so on. First three years, they were not allowed to eat of the fruit. First three years, they were not allowed. The fourth year, the fruit was the Lord. So they did not get anything to the fifth year. So four years, he's waiting. Now, all of a sudden, all right, I'm going to get fruit. Three years after that, so seven years, no fruit. Preacher, what does that mean? Put my, put my verse up there, Brother Barnes, if you don't mind. Watch this here. Watch this here. And everybody pay close attention. No, no, no. Uh, the one under that where it says... For the time, for the time, I believe it's Hebrews. All right, read this with me. For, okay, stop right there. Say that again. Paul is saying this. He said, you've been, you've been saved long enough, you ought to be teaching. You ought to know enough not to be sitting in the pew, you ought to be standing behind the podium. You're to, listen, you've been saved long enough for the time. Say that with me, for the time. Do you realize that after you're saved, God expects you to mature and grow? 
God expects you to develop and grow in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. God expects you. Listen, it's okay to get on the milk when you're a baby. But son, you need to move on up to the green beans and the mashed potatoes and then move right on up to the, the steak. And oh, are y'all with me? But you know what we do? We never apply ourselves. We never try to develop ourselves. We never try to grow. We never read our Bible. We never pray. We sometimes show up to the house of God and we wonder why we're always having problems. I'll tell you the reason. Because you're wasting time that God has given you. For the time you ought to be teachers, you're still needing milk. For the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Preacher, what are you saying? We need to quit wasting our time. Well, listen, time is going by faster and faster and faster and faster, and God is saying, I have given you time. I have given you space. Well, listen, what are you doing with the time you have? You ought to be teaching in the house of God. You know, listen, you ought to know your Bible. You ought to know me in a better way, but you have about an inch deep worth of maturity. You're not applying yourself. He said, there's too much time being wasted. Some of you don't know more, listen, no more today than you did January 1st of, listen, 07. Listen, some of you have been saved a whole lot longer than others, but some of our newer Christians know more than you do. Hello? I've got, I've got friends and relatives that changed my diapers when I was a baby and was in church and they still don't know no more today than they did then oh they know the cliches they know how to pray like everybody else and say the, the right words they know, they know the songs but do they know Are they intimately acquainted with Jesus Christ? If, if you were to sit down and have a Bible conversation with them, would you just confuse them or could they just get in there and dig in with you? Hello? Hello? You know, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. We'll go to church members' houses and they'll have Scrabble. They'll have uh, 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 Phase 10, Pictionary. Uh, help me. Help me. And don't say poker neither. Monopoly. Hello, are y'all with me? What about Bible trivia? Oh, no, don't be breaking that box out. Well, we don't, I, don't, I, I just don't, you know, I'll I tell you why. You don't want to be embarrassed about what you don't know. Amen. Let me just be real. Y'all know I'm this way, so let's just talk right. You got to know some things. Hello? If you still, if you still have Jonah getting off the ark, you have problems. <laughs> Are y'all with me? If you're still trying to find the book of Job, you're in trouble. 
Now, that's okay if you've been saved a week. But if you've been saved for years, hello! You've got to grow up. And the only way to grow up is to apply yourself. God is saying up in heaven, my Lord, what is it going to take? They've been going to church for years and they still don't know how to say my name. He said, these three years, no fruit. Let me ask you a question. What are you waiting on? Well, I, I just, you know, I, I, you know I, all the other people, I let all the other people do things. I, you know, I just don't have, they don't need me. They're so, you know what, the, the, the greatest tragedy in the house of God, the greatest tragedy in the house of God, especially when it gets a little larger, because everybody has the misconception that they got plenty of help now. Yeah. Oh, in a church that large, they don't need me. I don't need, I tell you what, I don't need, God ain't, you know, oh, yeah. If you belong to him, if you belong to him, I promise you God cares about your maturity level. God cares about your fruit production. And if you, oh, somebody help me and say amen. Well, God ain't bothering me. Well, you're in worse shape because that means you don't belong to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The time spent. There's a problem. All this time. Still. Sucking on a pacifier. Got to give them milk. Can't give them strong meat. You know what happens? Can I just be real this morning? Why don't I just be real? Look here. Spence, you know what happens? A lot of churches, people are saved for a while, and people think, okay, they've been saved a certain amount of years. Well, then they're mature, and what happens? They put them in a leadership position. But the problem is, they still should be in the nursery, spiritually. What does, what does, what does immature children do? Ah, that's my ball. I don't take mine and go home. Right? I got folks out here going, oh, Jesus, help me. <laughs> We're not praying yet. Amen. Get, get, look up this way. <laughs> Immature, selfish, got to have their way. It's just a compulsive. Talk to me right at church about some concrete. All right? I need, I need to, so don't forget. I'm sorry. I thought about that because if I didn't, I forget that church. Amen. Right? Just a commercial ease up. Amen. Amen. Don't let me forget. All right. Look here. Church, say amen. It's all right. God reminded me to say that. Y'all ease up. We get these immature people in places of leadership. And their immaturity comes out. You know when their immaturity comes out? When the pressure's turned up. That rookie quarterback looks real good in practice, don't it? Why? There ain't no heat. But you let them big gorilla linebackers come through that line growling like a pit bulldog and sun things happen. And I promise you this. When we put people in places that hadn't matured and hadn't grown, oh, help us. Because the devil's as a roaring lion roaming about seeking whom he may devour. Seeking whom he may devour? It's in the Bible. In, in uh, help me now. It, I believe it's in Peter. It's in Peter. Help somebody get that. Brother Robbie, you, you find that and make sure this lady gets that right after church, all right? I bet that ain't never happened to you, has it? Amen. All right. The problem. What was, what was number one? Say it with me. Come on. Number two. 
the problem. What was the problem? The time spent. But then watch this. He said, look, why does this, why does this tree cumbereth the ground? What, you know what he's saying? It's wasting space. Wasting space. The taken space. You know what? I don't want God. Let me, let me read you the verse. Let me read you the verse. One of y'all find that verse yet? 5 8. First or second Peter? First Peter 5 8. Write it down. Amen. All right. Look in 1 Corinthians 15 10. Put that up, Brother Barnes. 1 Corinthians 10. Watch this. Paul is speaking about what God has done for him. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Now, watch this. Read this with me. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in. Say that again. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in, but I labored more abundantly than they all. You know what he's saying? God didn't waste anything on me. I don't want to get to heaven and God sit there and just shake his head. I don't want anybody to say, especially the Lord, that he wasted time and grace on me. I want to, listen, I want to do everything I can. I want to do everything I can to live to what God wants me to live. I do not want to take up space. I do not want to get in the way. I don't want to be a waste. The Bible says Paul even said this. He said, he said I keep my body under subjection lest I should be a castaway. A castaway. Listen, that means something that is useless, something that is set on the shelf. I don't want to ever be that way in my life. I want to be used of God. I want to be used of God. Church, say amen. amen. Number three, this is really what I wanted to get to today. Number three, what was number one? Say it with me real loud, quickly. Number two, say it with me. Number three, write this down. We see the provision. Watch what he says. I like this. There's two words given. Verse number eight. And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall, one word, I shall, I shall, I shall dig and dung it. Two things, two things. Dig and dung. Let's look at dig. You're taking notes, write this down. We see the provision that he provides. This year, this is what God's going to do. If you are not, if you are not producing the fruit that God is looking for, God is going to get involved in your life. <laughs> he is going to dig in your stuff. If you are not producing. What he is looking for, he's going to get in your business. Why? Because you are his business. It's amazing to me the people that live their life, save people, save folks, that think that God is just going to overlook them. That God is so busy with everybody else that he's not going to waste his time worrying about little old me. Well, little old you, if you're saved... You're important to Him. And it doesn't matter what size branch you are. Oh, yes, I'm preaching now. It doesn't matter what size branch you are. God is concerned with the fruit that's coming off of it. 
And it don't matter who you are or where you are, God planted you specifically, and if He's not getting what He's looking for, He's going to go digging into your life. Look at this, write this down. A, we see the attention that is shared. The attention that is shared. Say that with me out loud. We see the... What do you mean? God's going to pay you close attention this year. God is going to pay you close attention this year. And I'm afraid, I'm afraid it's not going to be the attention that you're looking for. Hebrews 12, 11. Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous. I've never got after a whooping. Dad, raise your hand. That's my dad right there. Everybody look, raise your hand. That's my dad right there. He abused me growing up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm scarred, amen? Listen, I never, at, you see how big he is, Robbie? Look at him. I never got through the whipping and said, man, that was wonderful. Yeah. I, can we do this again sometime? I never done that. What did you do? I did what the Bible said. There was weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Oh, my boy, don't cry. Well, you ain't done it right. I guarantee you, son, I was crying for mercy and Jesus and Buddha or whoever would listen. It didn't matter to me. Oh, quit killing me. Hell. He'd run you around. I mean, he grabbed a hand, and you go in circles and circles and circles, and you never miss a lick. I mean, what you laughing at, Miss Barry? You never got a whipping? Amen. You should have. Amen. Amen. Am I right? Is that flashbacks? All right. I mean, just chase you all around, and then feet would be going wide open. I mean, just up in the air and down and again. You know what? That's what's wrong with half our society. They need some more of them. But I never got through it one of them and said, man, that was just a blessing to me. And all that jive about, oh, this hurts me more than it hurts you. I've whipped my kids and I still don't believe that. The Bible says it's grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards. I don't believe in that whooping stuff. Well... I'm not in prison. I I think I'm okay. I think I made it through. Amen. I didn't think I was going to, but I made it. It done me good. It brought out of me what Dad was looking to see in me. And that was to be a good citizen. It says it bringeth, it it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Preacher, what are you saying? If you're not, if, if God is not finding in your life what He's looking for this year, He's going to get involved in your situation, and you're not going to like it. I'm just going to tell you that. The Bible said He will dig about it, and then this. What's the, what's the second word? Dung. Dung it. Now, I don't need to get a dictionary and tell you what that means, do I? We all know what that means. Listen, let's use the word stuff. What's God, what's God going to do? It's amazing to me what it takes to bring fruit. I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I, 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 how many of y'all have ever been to a chicken house? Anybody ever been to a chicken house? And I'm almost through, bear with me. I only preached 10 minutes last week. I'm catching up, amen. Y'all been in a chicken house? Have y'all been in one where they cleaned it out and, and smelled that smell? Oh, help us, Lord. 
It's awful. I mean, and they take that and they spread it on them, on them pastures. And man, it'll jump that high and be green as can be. It's amazing what it takes to get growth to happen. Preacher, what are you trying to say? You may go through some stuff this year. I'm not, I'm not going to divulge into all that. I'll let you use your imagination. Preacher, I've been going through stuff lately. Yeah, God may be looking for some fruit. I don't like what I've been experiencing. I don't like what I've been going through. I don't like what I... I, I well, maybe God's just dunging you. Maybe God's looking for fruit. It's never fun. But boy, I tell you what. That fruit sure is a blessing. I appreciate what's in my life today. Brother Kenneth, I didn't like it at the time. But Dad knew what he was doing. And I told people before, the older I get, the smarter he was. He knew what he was doing. Sometimes God has to dig in our life. Sometimes he has to put us through stuff. The only reason he's doing it, he's not doing it because he hates you. He's doing it because he's seeking fruit. Fruit. Let me say this and we're, we're going to close. Dung is is nothing more than a natural fertilizer. A fertilizer is something to promote growth. Amen? Y'all with me? Fertilizer is put down and put in to promote growth. This is what we're going to do at Temple Baptist Church this year. I really said all that to get to this because this is what I want to talk about. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to do everything possible to get God's Word in you. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not against thee. We're, we have a special promotion coming up. Uh, our, our, when our series starts in, in, in our Bible study groups, in our Sunday school groups, we are starting a series, and it will be from the adults all the way down on understanding the word of God. The very first lesson is on revelation. What is the Bible? The Bible simply is God revealing himself to us. What is the Bible? It's God sharing with you what He wants you to know about Him. Do you realize, Vince, the only thing we know about God is what's in that book? The only thing we know about God is what's in that book. And the reason that people are being destroyed, the reason people have no power, no joy in their life, the Bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And this year, we're going to be fertilizing the fire out of y'all. Every, listen, from the first Sunday, the very first Sunday of the year, we're going to have a Bible reading schedule so everybody can have an opportunity to take. Now, you've got to take it. You've got to apply it. I can't force feed it. I can't make you do it. But we're going to provide every bit of fertilizer we can to promote growth in you. You've got to be responsible and take it. We're going to have a Bible verse every week in the bulletin. We're going to have a Bible verse. And listen, and by the time the year is out, you will have one Bible verse for every book of the Bible. If you... Take it. Preacher, what are you saying? God's looking for fruit. Maybe you need to take this, what the church is offering. Maybe you need to, listen, jump wide open into the Bible study groups, our Sunday school program. It's going to start, I think it's the first Sunday of March or the first Sunday of February. I'm not sure which one of them. I couldn't remember. But it's going to be right then, and we're going to kick off knowing the Bible. We're going to study how to study the Bible, how to understand the Bible. What is the Bible? Preacher, what are you saying? 
I want you to grow and develop and mature because God's looking for fruit. Church, say amen. amen. Give the Lord praise and glory in His house. Dear Heavenly Father, I, I'm so grateful and thankful for your love and your mercy. God, I, I thank you, Lord.